Hello everyone and welcome to your probably we're gonna say 20 minute power tip. <laughs> I'm trying to cut these down so that when you guys are driving um, which you will have a lot of windshield time it's summertime but um, I want to make sure that you are listening on your phone. Um, I'm uploading these up to the podcasts so um, you can find me on iTunes at Power Words for Real Estate. Just type in Power Words in the iTunes search. Um, or you can also find me on um, SoundCloud. And same thing, just type in Power Words. But it's Power Words for Real Estate is the full name. So it's good to see everyone. And today's topic is focused around open houses. Because one of the dynamics that's happened over, I would say, it feels like only the past year, but I, maybe maybe it's been the more than that. But back in the day, um, it used to be that you only held an open house if you didn't get enough interest in the home. And uh, that meant, hey, we're kind of desperate, we're gonna open it up to everybody and see if anybody will come to the open house. So, um, hi Judy, hi John. And so, um, it's interesting now, the dynamic that I'm seeing as a homeowner, I'm a little puzzled by, uh, as a potential buyer, also puzzled by, um, but the idea that even before the house goes on the market, agents are getting permission to do open houses as a marketing preview. So we actually say it's a preview. Uh, in uh, Facebook Live videos um, and even in um, in the postcard itself. It's, it's an open house preview or a preview of the home um, and so that they, people understand that they can't find the home on the MLS because uh, it would be silly to try to look for it. But um, what's interesting about that though is that the concept behind it is that you know, sellers basically, the homeowner doesn't have to clean up the house for every person who's traipsing through who's doing a tour, uh, a private tour, uh, but that you get everybody at once and that people are driving around looking at homes, uh, looking for open house signs and going from one to the next to the next. My question is, uh, are, have you, with your listings, have you gotten homeowners, have you gotten buyers that did the open house? Because if I look back, hey Jack, um, if I look back on uh, the people that I know that have done open houses, the buyers have not come from doing an open house. They typically, their realtor has done a search um, on the MLS or they've done a search because they can um, and they found a house and they want to go do a private tour. They don't want to go through it during an open house. So I'm curious whether a lot of times we project what we think will be successful for our own convenience or you know, out of potentially some sense of, I really wanna get this home sold faster. So I wanna look though at the data. So if you guys have any data on, do your buyers come from open houses? And this is something you should be tracking because this is part of your marketing. You don't wanna spend a ton of money or, or a lot of your time because a lot of people are doing open houses for three or four hours and some even five. Uh, two days, you know, on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. That time could be used for family, friends, marketing, whatever. Good morning, Kelly. And so, you know, you don't want to waste your time doing something that isn't actually what's producing the buyers. Um, so John says, I've never had any success with an open house uh, for my seller um, or uh, for buyer leads. That's interesting. 
Um, and I think too, it's, it's unique to geography. So for instance, you know, I don't know what Kelly, what your stats are or Jack or John or, uh, Judy, but, um, it, it would be interesting to see. Uh, I know, I think I was talking to Tom and he said, uh, that, um, you know, he, so far he hasn't seen that. Hey, Tracy. Um, uh, I looked for 20 houses and didn't go to a single open house. Hey, it's good to see you. Um, and so it, it is interesting that, and, and I don't think I would go to an open house unless it was like something really grand that I couldn't afford. And that was the only way I was going to get in that house, which is what I would worry about is that you're getting looky-loos. And so uh, one of the things that I did in the process of selling my home is I've said, you have to show a letter of approval, not of qualification, because qualification is just based on whatever I tell you. Oh yeah, I make $150,000 and yeah, and nobody checks it. They just say, okay, well, based on this information, you should qualify for X amount of, 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 uh, of home. So when we talk about open houses and how successful they are, I'm going to walk through how you promote an open house and how it can work best and what elements, tips and tricks you can use. However, I would like to explore whether the the perception, and again, this could be very geographically based, whether the perception is actually true that uh, going through an open house uh, actually generates buyers. It might generate interest in the neighborhood. And of course, you get all of the neighbors coming by the house to be looky-loos. So, and they're not likely to be moving right next door. Now, what is interesting, and this is something that Tom tried um, or did, he didn't try it, he did it. Um, so we created this postcard. I showed it to you last week, I think, too, because uh, we're talking about color and making things pop. And and so this was an invitation. And he wrote on the back on each one of them, and he distributed, I think, 90 of them. It took him a couple of hours, but he says, like a big backyard with a pool, come check it out. So call to action, then signed his name, Tom. And then on the front, it says, you're invited to an open house. So what he did is he went every uh, what what uh, outside the neighborhood that this home is in, just outside the rim, are smaller homes, and it's not unusual for those neighborhoods to move into this neighborhood. In other words, it is true people usually only move about ten miles away uh, from their existing home. Um, now, of course, there are exceptions. You know, if you live right in the middle of the city and you want more space, Tracy. Uh, then yes, it makes sense. So let's see, we've got some comments. Um, so you've gotten leads off of open houses. So buyer or seller, Kelly? Jason says, I've heard so much. About oh, <laughs> I need marketing help. Okay, Jason, we'll hook up after this. Uh, then John said, I agree with you, Pam, and I communicate to my sellers that anyone that is serious about buying is working with a realtor. Exactly. And, and, Frankly, I would like to look at the home by myself. I don't want to run it. And a lot of people bring their families. They bring their kids, right? So the last thing I want to do is look at a house with a bunch of strangers and a bunch of kids running around. So um, both. Okay. Well, that's good, though, that you're getting leads. Um, I haven't heard that from too many other people. So that might be a Seattle thing. Um, always good for us to pay attention to where everyone's geographies are um, because uh, it is unique. Phoenix's market is pretty funny right now because, well, it's funny in a sad way. Um, it, there are no houses for sale. Virtually speaking, um, one zip code or one area that, that Tom was looking at in South Scottsdale had between homes between $300,000 and $350,000. There was only 14 of them. 
and 14 homes for sale. So um, that's incredible. Um, so, so that scarcity thing is creating um, some interesting behaviors, right? So people aren't going to wait for you to have an open house. They're going to call a realtor or call, you know, your realtor and say, I want to see the house. Because the more scarcity there is in the price ranges where people can afford homes, they're not going to wait for an open house. They're going to, I want to see this on my own. So all of that being said, I know that you guys, you know, that, that real estate agents, it's like postcards. It's going to be really hard to break you of doing uh, an open house every week, weekend. Uh, so uh, I'm going to help you get more successful so that you can get leads because to me, that's what an open house is for. It's not to sell the house. It's to actually get unrepresented buyers uh, as well as um, people in the neighborhood who are looking to sell their home. And so you want to make sure that for the people in the neighborhood, you want to um, you want to do a you're invited. So whether it's in the home or right in that neighborhood or whether it's just outside that neighborhood that they might move into, doing a you're invited um, and just tucking it into a door or a screen door or whatever is is a great way. And so it just says, could this be your next home at the bottom? There's a call to action. This is the times that the open house is. And the only thing that I mentioned that I wanted to change about this, one moment, please, uh, is that um, I would like it to be bigger. So if you look at the size, this is four by six. Um, he could get away with this because it was a, a you're invited. But it would have been more comfortable as more of a five by seven, which is, let me turn this around so you can see the size difference. So this is something that's going to be seen more and you don't have to squish anything. But this worked fine for its purposes, right? So, you know, looking at your marketing budget, this might be the right way to go versus something larger, which is five by seven. But I'm a big fan. If you're mailing anything, five by seven is the smallest size you should go because this will get lost in a heartbeat. It is tiny. These days, I mean, look at the, look at the things that, you know, that I, look at this one. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, it is huge. Um, it's not a real estate one. It's a solar company. But I'll tell you, I saw it. And, um, you know, ultimately, then some people are doing, you know, the longer profile. Um, so you get the feeling that when you're doing an open house, you need to let people know that it's coming up. And the ways that we do that is, you know, a, a postcard. Uh, another thing that we do is Facebook. Um, and so, um, let's see, I've got some comments here. Uh, we bought our first house from going to an open house. Okay, Kelly. Yeah, back in the day, um, I would say 10 years ago, that was the case. But I wonder now. Um, Judy said, yes, correct. Very low inventory and multiple offers within days. Yeah, I only wish that was true out where I was. I am. Um, let's see. And then uh, John says, a neighborhood preview is different. Sometimes people in the neighborhood know others who have expressed a potential interest in that specific neighborhood and when they visit with their friends. Um, so that makes sense. Um, so uh, so a preview or a preview open house um, is, is probably worth doing for the neighborhood, right? But um, not necessarily as a full-blown, you're going to spend a lot of time there. You know, you open it up for, you know, two or three hours on one day. And I, as you know, I'm, a, I favor Saturdays, mostly because Sundays are the day before Monday, which is always depressing that Monday's already here. So people do barbecues and that kind of thing. But, 
Um, it really, again, depends on your geography, but I, what people have to, what agents have told me success wise is that most of the time they're open houses on a Saturday, uh, say from 12 to three or one to four, um, because people run or want to run errands in the morning. Um, very rarely is everybody up and raring and ready to go, to go, you know, wander around a, a neighborhood. So there's a, some suggestions based on data that I've received. Um, your results may vary. Uh, I had to say that. So you have your cards that you can, you know, walk around the neighborhood and drop off. I mean, it's not a big deal. You don't, I wouldn't mail them because then you've really got to think in advance. You got to think two weeks in advance to pull this off. So this way you can get them printed in a day or two and, and then write your notes. So he started this the week of the open house. So like on Monday and, and then just filled out the cards and wrote something quick in each one. And it was perfect. Very nice touch. Now, um, one of the other things that Tom did, um, that, uh, he's like, okay, what else do I need to do? I said a Facebook live, um, doing a Facebook live and, you know, right outside while you're, you know, you might be putting your sign up or you might be, um, you know, pretending like you're taking a photograph with a camera and you have your, your tripod set up with your, with your phone, taking the Facebook live. And you'd say, yep, I'm just taking some pictures of this home that's about to come on the market. By the way, uh, if you've got some time this weekend, I'd love to meet you in person and show you around this house. We're having an open house preview, uh, and it will be from Saturday to one to three. Here's the address. And, um, you know, it, this is the, the time it'll be. So um, the, uh, the whole idea here is that you're, you're getting Facebook and then you'd boost that post um, to the right audience though. So you make sure you create your audience in advance um, and you'd boost that post and you know, spend $5 for three days or four days. Uh, usually five is best because Facebook builds momentum over time. Um, and that way people know about it and you've got a, a target area where you've, you've pretty much, you don't have a choice because you, uh, you really want, because it's cold traffic, to um, cold audience, or in other words, they don't know you. Um, when you're announcing that, you're gonna have, you're gonna wanna have, you know, the at least two or three zip codes. So you're gonna wanna have probably about 50,000 homes that see, um, that, that you target as an audience. And over a five day period, you'll probably, at $5 each, you'd probably get exposure to mm, 1,200 people. Um, so that's all good, right? I mean, that you can't do that with postcards for, for 25 bucks. <laughs> so now if you're going to do, um, another, another version of your invited is this, this is what would be a promo sheet, right? So if you, you don't want to roll this up and put a rubber band around it, please never do that. Um, my next favorite is, uh, the business card in the plastic bag with a rock in it so that um and it's a, <laughs> so that it doesn't blow away um so <laughs> these are little desperate measures that, that make me want to cry for real estate agents but you know you can see here that this is a you're invited now notice the font it really does look like a formal invitation and over on the left it says beverages and appetizers so if you want to serve snacks or something like granola bars um, and you might not call them, you might just say snacks instead of, whoops, snacks instead of uh, um, uh, appetizers. But um, the whole idea is to lure them in. So the last thing that you want to do is show them 20 pictures of the home or even, you know, three is the max you want to show ever on Facebook because you want them to go to your landing page if you have one. You want them to come to the house, 
Remember, marketing is about creating curiosity. It is not about shoving all the information you possibly can, can gather on the house and shoving it at someone and saying, here, and that's pretty much, and then there's a phone number afterwards. There's no call to action to that, and you immediately eliminate your prospects, your unrepresented buyers and your unrepresented sellers, homeowners, by saying, you know, nope, you probably don't want this house because here's everything about it. That's exactly what's been happening, and people are like, well, I don't understand why, I, you know, why I'm not getting more, more, uh, more leads through the, this this whole process. And it's like because you're eliminating them immediately by giving them too much information. Marketing is about creating interest, creating curiosity. It is not about shoving information at people. So um, Judy said, uh, unless they're going to a garage sale. Yeah, well, yeah, but garage sales are always really early in the morning. Yeah, you're right, Judy. So this is another way to do this. Now, if you're going to do a Facebook post of an open house, you cannot do this because um, Facebook pays attention to how much text is in your posts as well as your ads. So an ads, absolutely not, has to be a photo. But... Um, but in your text, uh, if you're just doing a post on your page, you would use this image and you could say you're invited. Uh, and you might even get away with come to our open house, but nothing else that's here can go there. And that's what you would put in your post text, the text above the image. So, um, and last week someone asked this question, I think it was John, how do you add text to a photo? Well, if you wanted to write you're invited, what I actually suggest is either you're invited for the open house or is this your next home? Because um, people like to be invited to things and anytime you ask a question, you get them to engage. So is this your next home? It'd be like, I don't know, maybe it is. And then in the post text, it says, you're invited. You know, home buyers, you're invited. Be sure you call out your audience in a, in a Facebook post or a Facebook ad. Home buyers, you're invited to our open house at, and I wouldn't even go at yet, I'd say, um, uh, you know, this home, ha this four bedroom, two bath home um, has plenty of entertainment spa in space indoors and out, and it has a pool with a waterfall. So I would love to meet you in person because um, you want to create that. I would love to meet you in person and, and show you around. So that's a very personal way of saying things. The typical open house post is, is open house in uppercase, um, the address, the price, a phone number and maybe a name that will never fly nobody cares and then of course 20 photos of the, the house so that's not going to work so you and then people wonder why they don't get any traffic to their to in the oh, Facebook doesn't work yeah it always works it's a matter of refining what you're doing so so this is this is something that you have to pay attention to is how much text when you post something on Facebook the other thing is, is what images you choose when doing your posts and when you're doing your ads. So here are some examples of posts. So for this one, you'd say, don't you want to create, you know, help her create uh, wonderful memories in the, your new home. So, and they actually have like princess hats and bows and stuff. So, um, you know, that would be a really cool way because when, when people are scrolling through their newsfeed, they're, they're looking at pictures going, oh, wait a minute, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? They are not going to say that if all you do is, wait for it, there's a picture of a home around here somewhere. Um, if, you, if you were to just show, 
you know, this picture of this home, right? So it's like, oh yeah, it's a house and we're looking for a two story, not a one story. So they immediately move through it. You want your images to focus on people and experiences. So that's why, you know, help her celebrate, you know, make memories uh, in your new home. Then it's celebrate the holidays with family and friends. There's plenty of room in this house. Check it out. Come to our open house Saturday, one to four. And then this one would be time to party in the backyard. Does your home have enough space? If not, you should come by and check this one out. Open house and then the time. And Don't put the price um, in the post, okay? Because you just kind of tipped your hand. Um, there's two ways to look at this. If you put the price in there, yes, you've made it very clear that um, there's only a certain faction of people who um, can afford it. So there's that. Um, but the other option is to not put it in there. And what I typically do is um, uh, direct them to, if they click on the link, the learn more link, they go to the landing page for the house on your website. And then they're able to look at the price and all the specs on it because that's the MLS. That's the MLS listing that you're turning them to the landing page. I actually um, do a, a prettier version of that and then do big, you know, the, the, the basic details, bedrooms, baths, garages, any special features. And then I put the MLS listing, um, which um, in a lot of cases, if you have an IDX connection to your website, it'll, it'll put that below the pretty text, um, which is a, a few photos of the home and kind of paint that experience. So they go from um, this this image to click on learn more or click on the link you put in the post text to a landing page that says welcome come on in and it's an image of the front door open and what the entrance looks like and then you come in and then there might be um, here's where that birthday party will happen um, and this is the staircase that your daughter will walk down for prom or you know your, your child will walk down from prom uh, you walk in and say, now look at this entertainment space, the open concept kitchen, updated. You know, so, so the landing page kind of walks them through the house, and then they can look at all the IDX, um, the MLS listing stuff that's all the detailed schools and, and price and all that stuff. The idea is to hook somebody on the home. The home is the hero in this case, uh, and you are the guide guiding people to the home. So you do not want to do a generic all uppercase MLS description and say, here you go, because that doesn't engage people. Nobody cares. And first of all, nobody can read all upper uppercase lettering. Um, you can The max you can have is three words in all uppercase because your eye then sees a block, right? Because all the letters are equidistant and they're all equal height. And that's what makes your eye struggle with differentiating where the words are. So after three words, your eye is kind of like, oh, I'm exhausted trying to find the words in this. So you don't want to do that. Okay, so you can find any of these pictures on uh, 123RF, which is the one I use, uh, site. But there, um, Free Pick was one that came up yesterday in a workshop. Um, but there's other sites. Tracy, if, if you know any, you know, feel free to, to type them in there. Um, one of the things I noticed on Canva is that on the left-hand side it says, um, if you go to, uh, I think it's uh, backgrounds or images or something, and it says photos, free photos. So, um, and then they also charge, careful, because they will charge you a dollar, uh, and you can only use it in one type of, of marketing. Um, and they pay attention to that, by the way. So when you buy it outright from a picture site, 
then um, you can you can reuse it elsewhere. So those are kind of the ins and outs of, of photography. So you're going to want to um, you know be able to use photos. So searching for the right home for you. Um, you know, uh, millennials uh, or younger people, you can say a couple, um, you know, your dream home is right here waiting for you. You know, be able to pop that champagne and celebrate um, by buying your new home this summer. You know, so you've got and then, you know, so there's there's a ton of things that you can do to draw attention to a listing that doesn't have to be an open house. But you could use any of these graphics and say something cute and funny. The idea is that you're trying to, it's something Tracy and I talk about, stop the scroll. You're trying to grab their attention and a picture of a home just doesn't do it. You know why? Because when they're scrolling, they're seeing a ton of homes because all the real estate agents are showing the same, same images, a front, a dead on front shot, which I absolutely hate, by the way, as you know. Uh, it's either, you know, find the angle that the home looks its best angle, not head on, angle of the house looks the best and take that picture. Um, but you know, you have to pay attention to that. So next thing, uh, where did that go? Um, so the, the other thing to note, and I had this question yesterday at the workshop. So, you know, people are driving by and they see this, right? So those are all the real estate signs. So they see the equivalent of this with open house signs. And a lot of times the open house signs all look alike and that's a bad thing, right? So you want yours to stand out. So that means that um, you're, and, and they're directional signs, okay? So be sure that your directional signs, that you invest some money in those and that you have enough of them. I heard that, you know, top producers are using like 20 open house, open house directional signs. Um, one of the things that's always missing though is a phone number. So let's say I'm driving by, headed to an appointment, and I see that the open house you know, is, is in that direction, but I can't do anything about it. So I will text, so this is my example of open house. Um, so it's a big arrow, yellow arrow, and it has a call to action. It doesn't say just open house, it's check out this open house. And then the agent's name, text or call, and, and the, um, your mobile number. So that if they can't make it, you don't lose the lead. Uh, or they have a question, and, and now all of a sudden you're connected. Um, so um, John asked an interesting question. Why can't you do a hyperlink in, or in wor a word on Facebook? And what's the best way to place a click button to a site? like click here. Okay, so it's not WordPress, it's Facebook. So that's, you can't just place that there. You, you should include the entire link if you're linking to your landing page um, for, for a listing. So use the entire thing. You do not shorten links because people don't know what that link is. If it says bit.ly forward slash 058A7. Okay, so never shorten those links, just drop them into the Facebook post. Um, and then if you're doing a Facebook ad, when you're doing, when you're an ads manager, or actually even when you boost a post, it will say button. And it usually says defaults to no button. So you can click on change at the very top, it'll say change to what it is. And you click that button, uh, your drop down, and you pick learn more. And then it will pop up a window, or it might already be there. Um, that, that says what's the URL and you drop the URL in and in Facebook links, the button you've picked 
to the website link that you've created. So hopefully that helps. Um, uh, no, you can get away with just www. You don't need the HTTP. Um, yeah, I would test it. I usually do the entire link and Facebook usually asks for the entire link. So, um, you know, whatever, if, if it doesn't highlight, so when you're doing an ad, if it doesn't highlight the, the text as a link, then, um, then you need to put the HTTP and it should be an HTTPS by the way, for security purposes. There's uh, if you don't have that, your website's probably, um, ranking really low on Google because um, SSL certificates are, um, you know, have been out now and there's been kind of a requirement by Google to do that. Um, <laughs> hey, Linda. So, um, so that you want to have good signs. Now, bear in mind that you could also do something like this. You know, in the background could be white. I've used it as gray to help the yellow pop. But here's the thing, most of, of your, the marketing that I do uh, in design is uh, because I, I spend a lot of time reading about science of the brain and how things work. Um, and so, um, as you know, yellow is the color that draws the eye the most, not red. Red actually causes your eyes to turn away. So it's important that, that's why people look into the sun. Um, uh, <laughs> kidding. Um, but but um, this is yellow so that here I am driving along 60 miles an hour and I see a yellow sign make sure that they're tall enough remember that I'm not going to look down to the right side of the road while I'm driving right so make sure that that your signs are not on the a-frame things but might be on sticks like a rebar or something like that get get creative with this but here's the thing this is a house so you go open house okay i get that you want your visual to pop and if it if you just have the standard open house sign uh white sign with red lettering um nobody's going to notice that they really aren't and it's so low to the ground so you want notice how the profile of this one is square not um portrait or uh, landscape mode so this one's square and it says check this out and what it does is it draws the eye with the balloons it draws the eye down to the arrow so the colors match the arrow and the balloons match so you've got multiple things happening where someone can process the information it yellow draws the eye it has a call to action where the balloons are highlighting the call to action with check check out this then the balloons are right next to open house and then they're the same color as the arrow. That's the science of attracting the eye to get people to come to your open house. So that's also um, something very important. Now, when you get people to come to your open house, bear in mind that you are not necessarily going to be escorting everybody around, which means that you should have acrylic sign holders, photo sign holders, um, with, with um, and these are all on the Power Words for Real Estate site, that site is dedicated to creating marketing for you. And it's, so it's do it yourself. In other words, you download it and you can customize it. Judy actually shared yesterday that she, she said, well, one of these didn't make sense for the house that I'm listing. So I changed up the words. And I said, fine, as long as you keep the calls to action. So it says, welcome to your new house. And there's a cute little house. And then it, it talks about a feature of the home. 
and then it says fall in love and make an offer and and there should be more text there see if you see yourself living here is what it should say uh right here too but i had made this one because someone had said that nobody wants the house because of the laminate floors and i said did you create hey lorraine um did you create anything that that talks to the laminate floors because people poo-poo them as not being high-end enough. So I wrote, enjoy the durability of laminate floors. Easy to clean and resist scratches, wear and tear better than hardwood. Now, most people don't know that, but flooring people do. That, that if you have dogs and children, laminate's going to hold up better than hardwood because hardwood scratches. Um, and, and furniture, furniture legs and things scratch hardwood. So, you know, that might be something where you'd have this. Um, the other ones are, you know, relax uh, with a cup of coffee and enjoy your um, privacy, private backyard. And again, see yourself living here. One call to action. Fall in love, two, and make an offer, three. So, you know, and, and here is usually you want to start this with a verb. So relax here. Uh, enjoy. Imagine whatever it is. Um, you want to, to, so that's your other call to action. So you actually have four calls to action um, to, to the, um, to, to the piece. So what you would do, and I apologize because I didn't bring, I, uh, I didn't have my bag ready and that's a, that's a big deal. So let me back on camera. So this is what this looks like, right? So it's an acrylic holder, right? So, and it looks like that. And so Kelly was kind enough to, um, so take a picture of hers at her last open house. Isn't that beautiful? So here's this beautiful lamp and a sign-in sheet, and then the acrylic sign that says, you know, welcome to your new, your new home. Um, so it's, it's a nice way. And then this, these different signs would be placed in the kitchen, living room. Uh, you know, imagine, um, doing your, your, um, you know, having your birthday parties and, and making family memories in this living room. Uh, picture stockings on the on the um, on the mantle, you know that kind of thing. So you want your open house to feel differently, and here's why. Let's say that an unrepresented homeowner, right? So they haven't picked their realtor yet. They're they're thinking about it, but they haven't done it yet. What's going to make them decide on you? Your open house. Because they get a chance, they're not going to see, well, they might be going to see the house, but mostly they're probably going to check you out. And if that's the case, your marketing better show up to the game. Now, what was interesting is Tom was actually shooting because he uses the big tripod and walks on camera and says, hey, you know, I was just putting this open house sign up. You know what? You don't know about my open house? You know, and so uh, he mentions, well, you got to see this backyard. Uh, it is absolutely amazing, you know, water, water slide, uh, you know, spa, pool, ramada, you got it. This is a party house. Uh, and then, um, so the, the neighbor across the street saw that Tom was doing this video. So when Tom finished, you know, he went over and the guy came over and said, what are you doing? And, um, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's just funny because, you know, the, the whole idea is that, you know, he's just doing this for this house. And this guy's like, did you just do a video for that house? Yeah, sure did. That's what I do as part of my marketing. So immediately you're drawing attention to yourself where people are going to go, you do videos for your, for your listings because most agents don't. 
most agents are like, oh, I just don't look good in front of a camera. Well, you could say that about everybody. I mean, you know, the news people don't look that great without makeup either. But, um, you know, the, the bottom line here is, is that if you're doing an open house, they're going to see what you look like. All right. So like it or not, what you look like on camera is what you look like in real life. So um, do the do what you can with it. But you've chosen a very public uh, career if you don't like the way you look. So make sure that um, you dress the part, right? So I know that the Phoenix agents like to wear shorts uh, because it's, you know, 110. But um, I am actually not a fan of that. Wear, wear khaki pants, wear uh, light pants, or, you know, ladies can wear the, the capris. But so frequently, we look like someone's grandmother or grandfather um, or someone who just, you know, left the baseball game or the gym, right? And, and that doesn't really impress all the other people whose homes are in the four hundred or $500,000 range in a neighborhood when you show up looking like you're going to the pool party, not that you're the real estate agent representing the property. So, um, you know, that's, it's true, Judy. Um, so no t-shirts, no baggy shirts, you know, if you're going to wear that stuff, throw a jacket over the top of it. I know it's hot. Um, but you know, it, at least look polished is the word I like to use, you know, not, you don't want to look like the homeowner, right? Cause then it's hard to distinguish when you're doing a photograph or you're doing a video or whatever. They're like, is that the homeowner doing that video? <laughs> so, so those are just some quick tips. So let's walk through them again. Um, first and foremost, you want to promote the open house so you can use um, a postcard uh, that is colorful. So, um, you know, Tom's business cards are, are orange, so we went with the orange background, but you could do a yellow background. Something that does stand out, though, you want it, if you're going to tuck it in anywhere or leave it somewhere, it needs to be, let's try it this side, this side, um, to stand out, right? You want someone to be able to see it. I might have picked like this orange I like better than this orange, but um, it all, it all depends on the, the printer and stuff. So um, Leslie says, you you can't sell the dream looking like a nightmare. <laughs> I love that. So, um, and then you want to prepare, um, you wanna do a Facebook post uh, and you can boost that or you can do a Facebook ad by you know, picking the right targets and stuff. Um, you can, um, another thing I would suggest you do is take a photo, the most flattering photo that you can of the favorite feature of your house, which will never be the master bath or the master bedroom. Okay, guys, let's focus on cool stuff to do in the backyard or the kitchen being open to the living room. Uh, if the living room has the homeowner's, uh, you know, lazy boy recliner from 25 years ago, that's you know, ugly and brown, um, grab some um, either sofa covers or uh, a pretty um, a quilt or uh, something that's nice and fluffy and cover the darn thing and drape it over it a little bit so it looks like someone just tossed it there. But it'll add contrast to something that's massive if they have, you know, a series of recliners or a big fat sofa. Um, you know, try to break that up, grab some colored pillows and make that look warm and cozy, not dumpy. So when you're taking, uh, and then throw that on Instagram and then put um, your open house. Now, if you're doing Facebook ads, um, you can select that it's gonna go on Instagram as well. So um, that's important. 
Uh, then once they get into the house, you know, and your open house signs, right? So make sure your open sign, you know, and this is worth, even if you, even if you can't afford to create new open house signs all at once, get a couple of them with this color scheme, right? And so, you know, it might be the first ones that you wanted, the, you know, however, you know, or a turn where they make a turn, you'd want them to see this. Now you do want them to be consistent. Um, so ideally what you would do is spend the money and get, you know, 10 of these, uh, especially when you have multiple listings. Um, so this is really important if you want people to come to your open house. A little red and white sign is not going to cut it. Then make sure that you go into your power words for real estate um, into the marketing vault and um, print off the, um, the different um, welcome to your new home. And then each one is room specific. So you can add what's different about the room. Uh, but this is, you know, again, an acrylic. You can buy these at, and Judy, I'm gonna post that here, um, where to buy the acrylic signs for like 12 bucks for, for 12. I mean, they're not very expensive. I think if you just walk into Target or Walmart, they're 224, um, I seem to recall. Um, so this, they're not that expensive, but um, I think you can get them cheaper on Amazon. Um, and so then place them around the house, just like Kelly did. And, uh, and then one other thing was that someone had asked me, what do you do, you know, for that, that you know, if you want them to take something with them? And uh, I said, well, what, what you have is not what you want. So a lot of times people will print off these, these promo sheets, around this I didn't call them flyers, um, and, and look at it. I mean, it's all about the brand. So here's the brokerage. Let me talk about me. Oh yeah, there's this house. Here's some tiny pictures. And oh yeah, let me show you a photo of me. And uh, then there's a ton of small print. Nobody's gonna keep this, first of all, because you can't read it, it's too small. Secondly, um, it, it's all about the, the brokerage, the way this is lined up. So instead, what you wanna do, and I thought I had another, uh, another version of this, um, but the what you want here it is so these you've seen these examples before so um, you know where there's tons of text nobody's gonna read that and nobody's you know this might because of all the photos what do you think that the promo sheet is for it's just to remind them of the house it's not meant to give all the details all the gory details of everything about the house you can see that in the pictures for the most part Plus, um, the, one of the people who came through my house actually took videos. <laughs> so the days of the promo sheet as the purpose of reminding people of what a house looks like and where it's at are pretty much um, you know, going the way of the dodo bird. So if you absolutely insist on doing one, do something like this. Okay, it's on, I did a white background one. I'll upload the white version. The one that you guys see online right now is the one with the background, blue background. Uh, but I'll do a white background. You pick the best photo of the house. One of the things that I noticed with this one is that the clouds are causing it to be really difficult. When I look on my computer, because it's backlit, it looks really good. When I print it, there's no backlighting. So it, it's hard to read um, the sign. So make sure that when you choose your primary photo, that you're able to either crop it here and then put this on as the top banner. And I'll probably give you a couple of options on this uh, on the Power Words for Real Estate site. And then two pictures that are of reasonable size so people can see it, and then no more than this amount of text. 
Nobody needs to be reminded that there's a porcelain toilet in each bathroom, which is about the level of detail some of these MLS descriptions go. So this one says, entertain family and friends, luxury and privacy combined with convenience, landscaped yard and workshop, 4,000 square feet of wonderfulness, five bedrooms with three and a half baths, come see the inside. And then down here in the corner is you. Up here is, is this your next home? Call or text uh, at, you know, and then the number. And then over here is uh, the price. This stunning home offered at, and then whatever the price is, text or call me for details. So, and then you have your name across the other way. This is about featuring, the, again, the home is the hero. So those are the things that if you're gonna leave, you want something, want them to take something with them, which is less than likely, um, you know, that they're gonna wanna take something with them these days. Uh, but if you feel the urge and the need to do that, that's what you should be using, not the standard template of all that text. Okay, so let's see. Uh, finally, uh, oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> that took a while. Um, this home is actually Linda's listing. And so, um, yeah, it's complicated. Let's put it that way. So, um, okay guys, I went way over my time. Uh, I am not doing a good job of keeping this to 20 minutes. Last week's was 30 and now this one's gonna be 45. So I'm gonna work on that. But part of the reason why they're longer is that um, I really wanna help you do this properly and to stand out from other agents because there's 1.2 million realtors in the United States. There's 60,000 in Maricopa County. You have a lot of competition out there, which means that you have to stand out. It's the most important thing you do, which means you have to do video. You've got to do welcome to your new home signs. You've, you've got to do um, open, uh, open house signs, uh, directionals that are different and unique. So keep that in mind. Is this different or does my stuff look like everyone else's? So I'm going to part with uh, you uh, with that uh, information and hopefully um, you've gleaned some tips from this and I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. You're very welcome. <laughs> All right. Sound good, guys? Just check in to make sure. All right. If you have any questions, you know where to reach me. You can message me right here on the, the SOS Inc. marketing page. Or, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure everybody was good because you've been kind of quiet. So, <laughs> all right, take care. We'll talk to you soon. If I can get this to turn off. Hmm.